is Joseph Mendos with another video for virtualsheetmusic.com. Um, I first of all probably have to start with some sort of apology. I'm not sure if it's showing up on the video or not, but that the lighting is a little bit darker uh, than it normally is. Uh, there's actually a very large uh, wildfire uh, that is not threatening our home or anything, but it's quite close. Um, and uh, the smoke uh, is pretty much covering almost the entire sky. So it's a little darker than normal. Um, so I hope all of you will still be able to see me and, and, uh, and um, understand the visuals. Uh, but anyway, today I'd like to talk uh, just a little bit about the uh, Sautier stroke. Um, I had a specific request from a comment that someone left on a different video about that stroke. Uh, now what the stroke is, is first of all, we have to distinguish between Sautier and Spiccato. Uh, spiccato is a, a very kind of clear off-the-string stroke and usually it's quite a bit slower than sautier. So for example, a, a spiccato stroke would be like that. I think the fastest that we can do spiccato, I hope you can see on the video there that the, the bow is coming clearly off the string. That's one of the features of spiccato and that's what makes it different than sautier. Sautier is also generally a much faster stroke. Not much faster, but, but definitely faster. And it's where the bow itself is actually the thing that's kind of jumping. The hair stays in contact with the string. And you can kind of see that after, after a little bit of time, you start to hear a little bit of a bounce in the stroke. Um, and that's the feature of Sautier. Now, uh, the difference between the two is big. I'm going to focus just on Sautier right now, though. So to get the Sautier stroke, uh, there's lots of things that need to be happening correctly. And that's, I think, why a lot of people struggle with this stroke. First of all, you cannot be stiff or locked up, really, in your right hand to do a good Sautier. Um, uh, if, if you're very stiff and locked up, then you'll never get that bow to, you can play fast, but you'll never get the bow to jump in that way. It'll always be a little bit more of a scrub, like, like a really fast, uh, super fast detaché, instead of that true sautier kind of, kind of sound. Uh, so uh, a lot of it then has to do with, the, with you know, how, how free you are here. You need to get really, really free here. Now that, how to get free there, it's difficult because you really have to make sure that your, uh, the ratio between strength and flexibility in your bow hold is correct. Um, that's the first thing that you have to check. Um, if you're squeezing the bow too tight or actually holding it too loose, it's somewhere between that you want to get. Um, then, for example, if you're holding it too loose, you won't be able to play that fast. And everything will seem kind of floppy and not controlled. If it's too tight, again, we get that we get that kind of scrub, uh, you know, really fast uh, martelé. Uh, sorry, uh, a détaché. Uh, we don't really get uh, that uh, the the sautier, that bouncing um, uh, of the stick itself. Um, so. Uh, that's really kind of the first thing. There's of course equipment things. You just saw me tighten my bow. How tight you have your bow is really important too. I, I see from a lot of students actually that they don't spend a lot of time uh, um, on this kind of very very basic thing uh, to make sure that your bow is, is tight enough. Uh, you want to make sure that your bow has of course a nice kind of gentle inward curve. Now this will change depending upon your stick. Uh, some sticks are very strong. They don't need, uh, or they can have a lot more of this curve. Some sticks are, like my stick is very strong, yeah? Um, uh, so it doesn't need a lot. You see that there's still quite a bit of inward curve. There's other sticks that are very soft. And, 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 and so 
when you press down this way, it goes, it goes down to the bottom a little bit too easily. So you have to make sure that you tighten your bow the right amount for the kind of stick that you have. Um, and, and play around with it. You'll kind of, you, you might find a magic spot where maybe you, you're doing everything else, everything else right, and you haven't quite been able to figure out how to get that sautee bounce uh, like that. Um, and, and that just one little tweak in your equipment can help. And then of course, rosining your bow as well. Make sure that there's actually rosin on your bow. That's something again that a lot of people uh, uh, forget. Okay, so the next thing with the sautier. So we have what, uh, we have equipment. Make sure that your bow is tightened correctly um, and that you have rosin. And that uh, also that in your bow hold, the ratio of strength to flexibility is correct. Now the other thing that's gonna make sautier difficult is if you have this very common problem in your bow hold where your fingers are kind of sloping backwards like this. You can kind of see that, that the, the, the bow hold is kind of supinated. You have to have some degree of pronation now some players are going to have a little bit less. For example, Rostropovich, he had a lot less. He had a terrific sautier, uh, but still there was still a little bit, at least a little bit of pronation. Okay, with other players such as uh, Emmanuel Foreman, you, you can see him in old videos. He was very pronated on the stick. Again, another player with a fabulous sautier. That's the thing that that all the players have in common um, is is that they all have a little bit. It's, to some degrees, for example, Pierre Fournier is another one who, where there's not a lot of pronation, but there's a little bit. I myself, I'm a little bit more pronated, probably, um, uh, but you need some of that. Now, what that does is, is it makes sure that you're able to transfer power into the stick and then into the string correctly. If you can't do that, sautier is going to be very, very, very difficult. So that's another part to the sautier. Now, you can probably see um, all the motion that's happening here as well. That there's a lot of finger motion, there's wrist motion, everything has to be able to move here. Um, and again, I know it looks like I'm very loose, but that's actually not what's going on. I'm not tight either, but I really feel like I'm actively controlling each stroke here and each note. The other thing is you have to be really aware of where the bow is on the string because that's going to change the responsiveness. So for example, you know, up all the way up here the string is much softer than it is all the way up here. You can just kind of put your put your finger and just kind of press down and just kind of feel the difference. So that difference exists from here to here as well. So you really want to make sure that you're finding the right spot so that that's really really uh, bounces like that. Now as far as uh, uh, good pieces uh, to study, uh, there's quite a few. I, if I remember correctly, I can't remember which one it is, unfortunately, but there is a, um, uh, there's a dots hour. Now I forgot which number it is. That's okay. You can look it up. Uh, there's a dots hour that has uh, basically just kind of a long string of running notes like this. You can also take a lot of them that have just straight 16th notes and if they have slurs over them, you can just get rid of the slurs and just practice it in, in a very fast uh, sautier style um, uh, to help you get this stroke. Um, uh, a great piece is the Van Gogh's Scherzo, Scherzo by Daniel Van Gogh's. Um, uh, I'm not sure actually if that's on the virtuousmusic.com website. That's a great piece, and of course, a really famous one is the second movement of the Elgar Cello Concerto. Um, uh, so those are great things to study as well, not just for obviously your sautier, but for your left hand. Um, I think that's everything I wanted to cover with sautier. Um, uh, but just to reiterate one more time, that difference, that's critical to understand the difference between sautier and spiccato. Spiccato is this kind of clear bouncing where the bow is really jumping off the string. And you can see the, you know, the air between the hair and, and the string. 
Saltiers, again, generally faster. And it's the stick itself that's jumping and creating the impression that I'm leaving the string, but I'm actually not. Um, I hope that answers uh, your question, whoever you are <laughs> that asked that question, and I hope it helps other people as well. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, so please leave your comments, um, uh, not on YouTube, uh, can't read those. Well, I can read them, but I can do nothing about them. Um, but uh, I can definitely do a lot about the ones on the virtualsheetmusic.com website. Uh, just a reminder, I am offering uh, online uh, cello lessons uh, through my new website, uh, Cello Junkie. Uh, cellojunkie.com so uh, if you can just visit that website um, and uh, send me a little message there um, the website some point in the next couple months will be revamped I'm not totally happy with the design uh, probably uh, many of you aren't either um, but uh, but yeah so if you want some individual lessons uh, that can be arranged um, there's also other services uh, that, that I can do such as um, uh, you know a, a vi I can make a video reply uh, to your question uh, for a fee of course um, so uh, please feel free to ask me uh, uh, whatever questions uh, you have about those services uh, through through my website there. So yeah, so I think that's it. Uh, so uh, once again, this has been Joseph Bendos uh, for virtualsheetmusic.com.